What up, world? Welcome to Life Coach Charlie. I am your host, Charlie. And remember, there is no simple solution to a complex issue. But I want to talk about it. Episode 6. Did your parents fail you? That's a big, tough question. I know all of us feel like sometimes our parents could have did better, right? Why do we feel this way? So I want—I looked up the definition of parent. I, will, I, will, I wanted to know what it meant. And then we can determine if they failed us or not. We just want to talk, talk about a few things. Merriam-Webster defines parent as several entries. One that begets or brings forth offspring. Or a person who brings up and cares for another. It also says a parent is an animal or plant that is regarded in relation to its offspring. The material or source from which something is derived. And lastly, a group from which another arises and to which it usually remains subsidiary, i.e. a parent company. Where in that did it say they owe you anything? Right. So let's talk about this. So I'm, I'm, I'm reading the, the descriptions. You're an offspring. They bring you up or they care for you or you're related some kind of way or some. It's the source of which it is derived like a company. But what do you owe someone if you're a parent, if you if you have an offspring, what do you owe them? Right. The law determines you owe them food and shelter. And in some cases, they can come and take your kid for other reasons that you're endangering the kid or something of that nature. But for the most part, some people can do the bare minimum and be considered a parent. And some people can fail miserably and be considered, still be considered a parent. As a matter of fact, they can still get the respect that comes along with being a parent. They can get invited to everything just because they have that DNA from that person. They're invited to their games. If they have games, they're invited to spelling bee. They're invited to walks through the park just because that's their parent. They're invited to ice cream, cake, parties, graduations, bar mitzvahs, everything. Whether they're in that kid's life or not, they have the right. When I got married the first time, my my soon-to-be wife's family was hell-bent on inviting my father, right? Who I hadn't talked to in probably, at that time, I probably hadn't talked to him in about 10, 12 years. And they were like, but he's your dad, right? He's your dad. He's, you're going to regret it if you don't invite him if he's not there you're gonna be you're gonna look back on this right so after a bunch of it was more than one more than one instance of being pressured i caved in and i told him let's invite him let's invite him we can invite him i don't have any problem let's go 
So if, with all that being said, they invited him. He came to the wedding. He came to my house the night before. And I talked to this man for at least, I want to say four or five hours. We caught up. He told me a bunch of things that I never knew. And just trying to touch base with why we weren't clicking, right? So it's just like, what happened? Dad? Like, you know, it's like, this is my parental guardian, right? This is my being. But I hadn't seen it. First of all, I never saw him in the flesh. I've never seen that man, right? That was my first time seeing him. I think I was 25. And I, I saw him for the first time. And we talked, and he was like, I was just a messed up person. I had a lot of things going on. I used to run with the Hells Angels. But at the same time, he was an engineer for a company that was making airplane parts. So I was very confused. I was like, are you a biker gang person or are you some scientist? Like, it just was very confusing. And it was like, you know, your mom is, she got away, whatever, things of that nature. But it just led to more confusion. And and I never really connected it didn't feel like a parent it felt like a a a stranger who just happened to share my dna and he was at the wedding he was he's in the pictures and i never saw him again that was in the 90s i never saw this man again partially mostly his fault but some of mine right I didn't really by when you're 25, you don't need a dad. You don't need you're not looking for a dad. You're not looking for I my parent. You, I need you, dad. Like, so I didn't I wasn't looking for him. So whenever the topic came up, you want to call him? I'm like, no, nah, I don't. You know, I got my own things going on. So. That's my parent somewhere in the world. This man that I met with one time. We talked, we had a long conversation. He he told me the perils of cocaine dealing and fighting in bars, right? Rock solid parenting stuff, right? Just just good old fashioned parenting. Don't put drugs where you rest your head. Just stuff I guess normal dads tell people. So this is what my dad had for me. So did he fail me? I'm thinking, I'm like, I don't know if he failed me or not. Because I still, outside of all that, I still feel like I became a productive member of society. I mean, you know, it was a long road. And you learn, you you live, and you make mistakes. And some of us don't get to make mistakes. Some of those mistakes have cost some of us dearly, and we didn't live past 25. Some people I know, right? But. I did. I became a productive member of society. I don't have a criminal record. Right. I did do things that were illegal, but I don't have a criminal record. I didn't murder anyone. I didn't do anything stupid to land me in prison. Right. I could have been there, but I didn't. I feel feel like that's a uh, I got blessings. I got people watching over me to make sure I didn't do something stupid to land me there. But it wasn't my dad, right? He wasn't there. That wasn't someone who 
physically stopped me from doing anything out in the world, right? So, did he fail me? Some people say, yes, even though you made it in spite of him, he failed you. You still failed because you had to figure it out. You know how many things that young men have to figure out under the guise of being men or, or a lot of the a lot of the stuff we do as tough guys is trying to be a man you're not trying to be tough you're trying to be a man and being a man doesn't necessarily mean toughness it means doing the right thing and being smart and taking care of your responsibilities but we don't know that as, as men it, a lot of people do a lot of criminal acts and do stupid stuff in the in the vein of becoming a man right a lot of guys will bump chests together and, and, and fight and because they're trying to act out what they feel like a man would do in these situations. That's lack of a father figure in a lot of cases. I saw a guy, he put a post up literally yesterday that women can't raise males to be strong, self-sufficient men. They don't have the skills. It was very condescending and very... Chauvinist, in my opinion, and I and and I, and I always every time I see these posts, I mean, you would be surprised how many of my peers write these things down. And I went on there and I said, "Well, I had a single mom, and I came out all right, right." At the end of the day, I, I some stuff you have to just want to be. You have to want to be decent, right? There's no man that's going to teach you to be decent. And the other thing the post said was, women, keep these men around because when they're gone, your children will fail. And I'm like, well, I don't know if, if these women actually wanted these men to leave in the first place. So I don't think telling a woman to keep this man around is actual good advice because the guy is going to leave if he wants to, whether she wants him around or not. And some of these guys are doing so much dirt to these women. It's probably best that he does leave so that the child doesn't repeat the cycle. Right. And it sounds like my dad was in a cycle that had he been around, I probably would have been in a real bad situation. Right. I probably would have been in a real bad mind state if I got a guy who's running with the hell's angels to a degree, but he's also working this highly sensitive job. At the same time, it sounds like someone who has his foot in a whole lot of things and they don't all add up. Right. He was living in California. I was living in D.C. Might as well be a million miles away. But it sounds like a guy who really was revved up on fast things. Now, me out here, I'm, I, I have to learn what it took to be a man, what it took to be a father. You don't know what it takes to be a father. You're learning. Our, our, our first real father was James from Good Times. Right? That's the first real father we saw. Strong man. He didn't have much, but he had his conviction and he had his, his beliefs. And he loved his family and he wasn't going to let anybody come in there and do anything to him or his family. And that's where we learned how to be a strong man. Even though he was misguided a couple times where he... He told JJ he couldn't paint for a living and he was going to bust him up if he went back and painted. And it was all kind of stuff. And we remember the if you watch Good Times, remember the scene where James is like. That's how it's going to be. 
right? Until one of us gives up. When he was going to, he was like, I'm going to whoop you every time you leave. Right? And actually, no, that was uh, JJ's, JJ's student. JJ's student, his father told him if he kept coming to JJ's house to learn painting, he was going to whoop him. Right? We learn misguiding things, a few things about how to treat your children from James. But for the most part, we learn how to be there. And some of us wanted to be just like James from Good Times, right? Our second dad role model, role model was Bill Cosby. Now, before you go, whatever, Dr. Huxtable was a great man. I don't know what Bill Cosby was doing, but Heathcliff Huxtable was a great man, right? And he showed us we could have a beautiful family, a beautiful home, a brownstone in New York if we wanted to. We could have kids that went to college and rapped. They could do both. And they can do modern dance. They can love jazz. They can, you know, we could wear goofy sweaters and have expensive things and have living grandparents that are still together. It was all there, laid out for us. And we took it and ran with it. I think a lot of us wanted to go to Spelman and these things. A lot of us decided college was a good choice. I, I truly believe that that show uplifted a lot of people who didn't have a, a sense of, of identity, right? A lot of people decided to go to college. So I would say as a dad, Dr. Huxtable succeeded where many men in real life failed. But we didn't get to your issue. Did your parents fail you? Fail you? So I, I feel like I hear a lot of people talking about their parents. And what we don't talk about is how much they didn't have to work with. In my day, I look around a 45 year old parent. In my day. Had pretty much little to no social life. A 45 year old parent in my day. Did a lot of smoking cigarettes. They did a lot of cooking. They did a lot of traveling to and from work. And they watched a lot of TV. Now, today we're doing that in half the time because we're doing so much else socially. Most of us are going out. My, my parents, if they went out to eat, it was at the cafeteria at their job on lunch break. They didn't do a lot of sitting down, eating a lot of places. So the parent that we judge now, when we look back and we, we put these, 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 these glasses on and we start to say, my parent didn't do this. They didn't do that. Their social life wasn't as, as advanced as yours. They didn't have as much help to figure out what was wrong. They didn't have a lot of therapy. They didn't have a lot of TikTok mental health videos like they got right now, right? They didn't have a lot of CDs and tapes that was telling them how to treat their kids and that spanking was bad. Matter of fact, I don't even know 
when spanking was officially bad. I know we when we were young, we we would say, oh, I'm going to call DCYF on you if you hit me. We heard that. But we didn't know the spanking was bigger than DCYF. The spanking is trauma. Right. It's trauma. It's almost going back to a slave master beating a slave when they disobeyed. That's exactly where that comes from. So when you get a, a, a belt or something and you hit a kid, it's trauma. So we didn't know that. What's the first thing people say? Beat their ass. Beat them. Right. They act up. Beat them. That's what our parents had for a knee jerk reaction. Wash their mouth out with soap. You know, all of these traumatic things. Now, I get it. Raising kids is hard. But a lot of those things didn't work. I know a lot of kids that got a lot of beatings and they still ended up in the penitentiary. Or worse. But for us to say they failed, that's a tough call because they don't have the options we have. Right? They don't have... They didn't have the credit we have. They didn't. They weren't able to get these new fancy cars and drive us to the beach or take these vacations to decompress. They, did, they just didn't have it. A lot of my parents that I saw from my friends were catching the bus. They were catching the bus to work, back from work. And if they had a car, it was on again, off again. They had a lot more to deal with. Food was an issue. Right? Not to mention whatever was going on in their personal lives, in their home. There was a lot of people trying to decide if they wanted to be faithful or not back then. So it was a lot of stuff going on that didn't help a person trying to be a parent. The school systems weren't always that great. Matter of fact, where I'm from, they weren't ever great. They were okay. Some of them were really bad, but they did it in spite of all that. So, yes, a person who was uninformed, uneducated in a lot of ways. Like, my mom was a nurse, so she was definitely educated. Right? But that doesn't relate to your, 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 your circumstance, your personal circumstance of trying to maintain a child two children single all the education in the world is not going to help you when those kids aren't able to finish their homework right because you're at work and they're watching good times it's not the same thing so it's not so simple to say you failed and I, and, I, and I, the reason I'm asking this question is because I know a lot of people myself included, have looked back and saw some turns in their life. Like some people may have gotten pregnant at a certain time or they may have not went to school. I know quite a few people, including myself, who felt like I should have actually went to school and done this or done that. Or when I was goofing off, because I did a lot of goofing off, 
my mom could have done XYZ. My dad wasn't there. And you you cling to these things, right? You cling to them. It's like my mom wasn't at the PTA meetings. Right? Like it's it's mom's fault that you couldn't read at a second grade level. Right? Or we moved a lot. Right? That was one of my big things. I, we moved a lot. I actually did move a lot. I actually... Uh, I was in a different school every single... Almost every year. Um, when, I was a, when I was an elementary kid. Almost every single grade I ended up in a new school. Which is not great. It's not ideal. But it's, it's a reason for all that. Right? So, when you peel back the layers... You're dealing with people who haven't figured it out. You're dealing with people who have their own issues that are trying to figure things out as they go along, just like you are right now. And I know I'm not the first person with mommy and daddy issues, right? Is where I'm going with this is. Every single person I've met has mommy and daddy trauma. Whether it's great or small, people can recite verbatim what their mom and dad did or did not do, right? I have not met a person who can't tell you a horror story, right? I tell jokes that the kids, my kids, I I asked them, when we're talking, every single story that they have of me and my wife are, I fell out the window and you guys just laughed, right? We we got we have that story. That's one of our stories, right? He didn't get hurt. He fell out of a first. It was a, the drop was probably two feet, right? But. I have to remind them, they have a million stories like that. And I have to say, give me one good story that we did right. Crickets, right? I'm like, give me a story. Do you guys remember going to Wildwood that one summer? Uh, vaguely. I remember we couldn't get in the water because it was cold, right? So I, I went the long way around to remind you that parents were never meant to be perfect and the definition doesn't say that they have to be they're just the the dna providers they were never meant to be everything for you they were never meant to be your all in all your blueprint your 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 superhero and if you can just remember that that person is you it'll all make more sense I know we like to think that our parents know everything and they're supposed to do everything and if they don't do that they failed but if that person is you and you're them and you're here to talk about it how could they have failed 
I don't know. I want you to think about that, and I'm going to think about that. Thank you for listening to Life Coach Charlie. I appreciate your time. Make sure you follow us on different platforms. Um, the, the show is on every podcast platform, so just choose the one of your liking. You don't have to always come to the rss.com channel. It's on iHeart. It's on iTunes. It is on Amazon, Spotify, things of that nature. Uh, if you do like the show, share it and let, let people know. Help the channel. I appreciate you. I appreciate you listening. Peace.